Hello VO, episode number four. Welcome to the Hello VO podcast. Plain and simple basics to get you started in the voiceover industry with masterclass instructor and voiceover actor, Lisa Foster. Ah, spring. Isn't it a lovely thing? Well, if you can hear me, I'm a little bit stuffed up today. And this is probably the perfect time to do an episode on vocal health because you're going to have to really take care of your equipment and your equipment is your voice. And it's been really hard. I'm talking to a lot of folks who are suffering during allergy season and life is pretty rough. Even if you don't do voiceovers, having allergies can make life really tough. But if you do voiceovers and you have a cold or you have allergies, you really can't do your job. You just can't do your job. So I thought today we'd talk a little bit about some of the things that you need to think about in terms of protecting your instrument, keeping it healthy, making sure that it's it's performing at its most optimal performance level. Now, when I moved from, I lived in California for many, many years, and I moved up to Seattle, and they had a whole slew of new plants going on in Washington State that I'd never been exposed to in California. And I had some really bad reactions to the plants that were up here. And that's when I had started my broadcasting career up here. And it got to a point where I I ended up going to an allergy specialist, you know, taking Sudafed 24 hours a day just wasn't cutting it. (laughs) Because first of all, it made me very sleepy. And it just didn't seem like the most effective thing to be doing to create to solve the problem. So I ended up going to an allergy doctor. And for those of you who have not been to an allergist, you have to go through a series of tests, uh, what they call scratch tests on your arm to determine what things are you allergic to. I mean, there's like 30, I had, had like 30 marks on my arm. And they they'd prick you with these little different things like you know, dog dander and pine needles and all these other elements that, you know, you come across. Dust, uh, dust mites, what what other grass, all these other things that you can be allergic to. And it was a way for them then to create a, um, a shot for me that I could come in. I had to come in once a week and get my allergy shot. The idea was to build up my tolerance to these things that I was allergic to so that it wouldn't affect me. And I think I went for about, it was probably less than a year. And once I got through my series of treatments, you know, yeah, it's kind of a pain in the butt to have to go do it, but it solved the problem, at least for my year-round allergies that I was experiencing. Now, seasonal allergies are different and pollen counts, even when they're high or even when they're low, can sometimes affect people to varying degrees. So, you know, I'm finding right now pollen counts have been astronomical. They've been off the charts. So everybody is sneezing and coughing and you can hear the texture in my voice. I just sound tired and uh, it's all because things are not working as they should. So this is important to note that taking care of yourself and thinking ahead is very much a, a plan you want to put into place. So for me, luckily, I don't have, I mean, I have this podcast that I'm doing right now, but I don't have any other pressing projects that I've got 
got got to get out and get recorded this week. So I will, and I'll likely be able to take a Sudafed or an over-the-counter nasal uh, inhaler to clear me up um, briefly for however long I'm going to record something coming up. So there are short-term solutions that you can um, do for for this or long-term if you need to. I think it's interesting that that there might be some medical issues behind your vocal health as well. I, I got to tell you, I, I had a gal, I did a voice evaluation for a gal. This is probably about six months ago. And when I'm doing vocal or voice evaluations for people, there's two things to consider. The first is the vocal quality. Is your voice pleasant to listen to? Do you have any speech impediments? Do you have any regionalisms? Just the quality in general. And then the other side of the coin is how do you perform? How do you use your voice? So what does your voice sound like and how do you use your voice? Those are two things to consider on a voice evaluation. Now, normally when I'm evaluating people, the voice quality is actually pretty good. There's no major issues happening and they have a nice, pleasant sound. The other side of the coin is the voiceability, and that is where a lot of people have some trouble, and that's where vocal coaching comes in, in terms of how to do voiceovers. What are the techniques that you need to be able to deliver a message in a believable manner? That you can be coached on. This gal, oh my gosh, she was fantastic in her performance, and she really threw herself into the script. She didn't have any trouble creating energy and believability. Uh, she just had a gorgeous deliverability about her. But the problem was her voice was very hoarse. My voice is rather croaky today. She was much more about 10 times, 15 times worse than than I am sounding right now. It just sounded like her vocal cords were very stressed. And so I had asked her, I said, hey, I just uh, noticed that your voice is very hoarse today. And were you up late? Did you not get enough sleep? Did you go to the ball game yesterday and root for your favorite team? What do you think might be attributing or contributing rather to the fact that your voice quality, your vocal health is not sounding so good right now? And she sadly said, you know, no, this is how I've always sounded. Um, I've always had this sort of hoarse sound going on with my voice. And I said, oh, gosh, I um, do you know why? And she said, you know, I've never really, really had it checked out. I've um, I've always been a fan of acting and whatnot. And I said, well, I, I got to tell you that I think this is going to be something that will hold you back from having what we call a marketable sound in this business, your vocal quality. And I said, this is the probably the first time in my career having done a voice evaluation for someone where I've passed them on the performance and then I've said, you, you know, I can't move you forward or I can't encourage you to move forward because of your voice quality. Usually, as I said, it's the other way around. Usually the voice quality is very pleasing, uh, very easy to listen to, but they just have very little ability to read or something else is going on there. And I just felt uh, so sad to dash her hopes, but I wanted to be realistic with her on what was going on. Turns out that this gal had uh, some sort of a thyroid issue, some sort of a medical issue. And I said, you know, check with your doctor and see if this is something that can be corrected, 
either, I don't know, um, surgically or, or medicinally, whatever. And then, and then get back to me and let me know, you know, how things are going. So like I said, this was a few months ago and I'm keeping in contact with her and she is seeing her doctor now. I don't know what, I haven't reached out lately, but but this is something she is serious about pursuing. And again, I think she's got the acting chops. She just doesn't have the vocal quality going on. So, you know, it, it just is something to consider if you do have something happening medically and you want to get into voiceovers, get it checked out. This is your instrument. You need to have a good, solid instrument. And this is also a good time to mention that, you know, your voice is a limited commodity. So even if she does get some help with this, she may not be able to voice be in front of the microphone for more than an hour a day or two hours a day before her voice gives out. Most people, for some reason, have this vision of sitting in front of the microphone for eight hours a day doing voiceovers. That's not possible. Your voice is going to sound very different after the first hour of talking, talk, 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 and it's going to sound different after the second hour, much different after the third, fourth, fifth hour, sixth, seventh, eighth hour. This is, um, I'm recording this podcast uh, late in the afternoon. I have been talking to people all day long uh, on top of my allergies going on. So you can just hear, I am not optimal. My voice is not optimal for actually doing an actual recording, unless they were looking for somebody who had a sort of a husky, a textury thing going on, then yeah, I'd be perfect for the for the gig. But my voice, as you guys know from my other episodes, is much smoother than this, and um, that's just the way it is. I won't be doing any voiceovers at least for a couple of days. So, taking care of your voice is very important. So that's a little bit about what I want to talk about in terms of what are the general things you want to think about in taking care of your voice. So the first thing I always tell people is get plenty of sleep. You would be surprised, or maybe you're not. I mean, you know how you sound the next day. And I'll be honest with you, I had a couple of late nights this week that might have added to my voice sounding like this. I've had it. I'm normally an in bed, lights out girl by 10, 10, 30 or 11. And I had a couple of midnight or uh, midnight or longer uh, evenings this week. I'm not going to tell you why. doesn't matter why. But the point is, man, I sure felt it the next morning. So make sure that if you, especially if you have a very important audition, or if you have a long project, uh, an important client, make sure that you're getting plenty of rest, not just the day before. Again, take care of your future self by making sure you're taking care of your present self. And that's if you've got a job coming up in three or four days, it's very important or an audition. Get good rest tonight, tomorrow night, and the next night so that you can make sure that your voice is rested. The second general tip for vocal health is hydration. Make sure that you are drinking plenty of fluids. And I don't mean cocktails. You want to make sure you're drinking lots of water, hydrating. Water is so important to keep all the things happening and moving smoothly from our throat to our gums and our tongue and, and our lips that move over up around our teeth. If, if everything's dried out, you're going to get very sticky sounds showing up in your in your recordings. You and, and yeah, you can edit them out, but it's such a pain in the hiney to have to go back and edit all that stuff out. So make sure that you are hydrating and um, taking in fluids on a regular basis. Your voice will just sound so much better and you'll be happier in the edit bay when you're not editing forever. Because as you know, as I've told you, you will spend three to five times longer editing 
anything that you've recorded. So when you're recording a 30-second commercial, you're doing several takes, plus you've got mistakes to take out, you've got mouth noise to take out, you've got plosives to take out and edit all those awful sounds and things out of there. So again, expect, you know, a 30-second or a one-minute commercial to take you probably, you know, five to 10 minutes at the most to edit out. And that's just important to keep in mind. So the more you can do on the front end to help you with your editing time, the better. That's why I say hydrate so you aren't spending time on the back end getting all those icky mouth clicky sounds and smacky noises out of your recording. It's icky. The next thing I want to mention is foods and the variety of foods that can impact our voice and and how we sound. Now, I always laugh at people who make general generalizations about what you should and shouldn't do in terms of foods. And you know, you'll hear people say, "Oh, oh yeah, no, you should not be drinking anything super hot. Don't drink anything super cold. It's bad for your voice." Okay, it might be But if it's not hurting you, then go ahead. You can have it. You'll hear this one too. Don't, no dairy. Don't have any dairy. Dairy, and the reason, the reason for that, if you're not familiar, is dairy, uh, having milk or eating cheese or, you know, a tub of cottage cheese or whatever it is you're going to have. For most people, when they consume that kind of food, it creates phlegm. There's a lot of phlegm, so there's a lot of throat clearing. And that's, again, just a big nightmare to have to work around when you're recording and editing. And and speaking of throat clearing, oh, wait, let me let me go back just a second here. The point I want to make is if, if it does affect you and creates phlegm, then yeah, don't eat it. But if it doesn't hurt you, go ahead and eat it. I'm one of those people that dairy does not create any problems for me phlegm-wise. I can eat a wheel of cheese and have a milkshake for breakfast, and I will not have any problems with phlegm. However, I do know myself well enough to know that I cannot have iced tea because the tannins in the iced tea rough up the inside of my lips. It's very odd. It's like almost my lips don't want to slide over my teeth after I've had iced tea. I can't have iced tea. And then the thing that I did notice one time, I had a turkey sandwich once, a a wheat, just a plain old turkey sandwich on wheat bread with mayonnaise, and I could not do a voiceover. I was so phlegmy. I was clearing my throat like crazy after that. So just get to know your own body. Spicy foods is another one. People say, stay away from spicy foods. Yeah, stay away from spicy foods if and only if you notice they create a problem with your voice and how you're you're feeling with your voice. So back to the throat clearing thing I started to talk about. That's another thing you want to be very careful of. I was uh, doing a, a voice evaluation for a gal one time and throughout the whole we, we chatted a little bit before we got to the script read that she was going to do for me and through the whole time and I know she didn't know she was doing this but through the whole time we chatted she kept doing this <clears throat> she kept clearing her throat constantly like every other sentence so not only was that annoying for me to hear it was also stressing out her vocal cords. So I said to her, you know, we we got through the voice evaluation. She did very well, by the way. She didn't clear her throat once during the script read. But I said that one thing I want to caution you on is constant 
throat clearing. Some of that can be a medical issue like we talked about at the beginning of this episode. But some of it can just be a nervous sort of a tick where you're, you don't know what to say, so you just clear your throat to fill the silence. And she said to me, she said, oh, yeah. She says, I noticed I do clear my throat sometimes. I said, well, do you know what that's about? And she said, no, but I'll keep an eye on it. So I'm glad that I pointed it out to her so that she would be aware of it because the last thing you want to do is stress out your vocal cords. And then that leads me to the final thing of the ultimate stressing out of your vocal cords is when you overuse them. So make certain that you are not cheering loudly for your favorite sports team the night before you have a very important audition. Uh, Make sure you don't do what I did and stay up past midnight this week, yapping away with people. Talk, 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 talk. You're putting a lot of stress on your vocal cords. Don't yell it. Don't yell at anybody. Don't yell at drivers on the road. Try not to yell at all, unless you're, of course, doing video games where you have to yell and act. And even then, there are a lot of voice actors who have said, you know, we really need to take care of our vocal cords. So they often have asked for extra pay when they have video games and they have projects that require them to add stress to their vocal cords. It's very damaging to do a lot of screaming and yelling, and you'll find that a lot in video games. So it's something to consider if that's an area that you're going to get into that you will be doing screaming and yelling. You will not probably be doing any screaming and yelling if you are doing documentaries or if you're doing e-learning or if you're doing an audiobook. Uh, Not a whole lot of screaming and yelling happens there, but a lot of it happens in video games. So just be aware of that, the stress that it will put on your vocal cords. Make sure you're measuring the risk on that before you accept the job. I think that's important to keep in mind down the road. So good vocal health really is about you just paying attention to what you're doing with your voice, getting good rest, getting hydration, watching what foods affect your voice, making sure you're not overusing your voice Don't stay up late, and if you have medical issues or allergies, go get them taken care of so that you can be a top performer in your field. All right, stay healthy, stay safe. We'll talk next time. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode of Hello VO, I'd love to talk to you. So take advantage of booking a short one-on-one consultation call with me. I'll evaluate your voice and give you some guidance on voiceovers. So head to lisafoster.com and click the Voice Evaluations tab. It's free. I'll send you a link to grab a spot on my calendar so we can talk about talking. 